Welcome back, listeners. This is Turtle, part three and the conclusion of our diary entry with John Graney. Welcome to the Apprenticeship Diaries, where raw meets refined. Let's be real, we're still working on refined. <laughs> what it took, what it takes, and the stories that are made. Join us as we learn from professionals about how their stories begin. it is just getting people out of their heads about what they think uh is required and just putting before them what really is required and and teaching them how to have fun with it and keeping it fun Fun. so yeah and i think that's what you've done with your daughter uh a lot um has she tried other mediums uh not well she's not i mean other than like the usual glue and glitter and uh, poster, poster paint, and various pens, which it totally wind me up. Like she'd be like, "You draw," because obviously I'll sit and draw with her, but I get completely insulted at the quality of these pens. I'm like, "Where's the, where's the fucking Posca? I want some Prismacolor, not this bullshit." Like I just get so angry at them. I'm like, I can't draw with this. I can't work under these conditions. It's disgusting. <laughs> but I'm like, should I? I should buy her some. I keep saying, you know what? I'm gonna, I keep, I've said it the other day. We were drawing, uh, and she, and it was some little pencils that came with a magazine. And it's, it's going through the paper and everything. I'm like, well, this is horrendous. And I, and I just said, kid, I'm just gonna get you some prismas. And she's like, I want so I want some prismas because she'll run with something as well. I want prismas. And I'm like, about twenty minutes prismas. And I'm like, yeah, and I will get some. Don't worry. Yeah, man. Like again, it's fine, mine. I should. Well, I don't even know where mine are. I be, I became when a few years ago. I just became very lazy. I, I think it's just work because I'm so busy. And my old apprentice from years ago, she came visiting the shop, and she's like, oh, "I've gone onto iPad and that. I draw digitally and all that." And I was like, "Went all old school on her." I'm like, "That's oh, that bullshit. You're drawing on them things that crap." No, that's not drawing. And then she's like, oh, it's really good. Have a go. So I had a go at it. And I was like, oh, it's all right. I made out that it was rubbish, but I was like, that's actually really quite good. I like the fact you could just delete something. It was the deleting. Because I'm funny. I'm 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 odd. The moment one line's out on a drawing, I'll bin it immediately and start again, even if I put five hours into it. Um, I just, I'm like that. And so it's the perfect remedy for that situation. Um, and then I've never, literally, horrendously, never picked up a pen since, pencil or anything. I did a few biroll pictures because I like drawing with biroll. I did a That's few cool. of them in lockdown when time time allowed because they're very time consuming, and I think it helped a bit as well. I like just keep you keep me chilled, mm-hmm. keep me chilled out. Something to do. Well, and there always... wasn't a lot to do. I think it's a good thing that you bring that up because, you know, iPads, they're a wonderful tool. Um, But I think that you have to establish yourself as the kind of person who's willing to spend five hours on a a picture and then if, you know, and be willing to throw it out and have that kind of dedication to your craft before you pick up an iPad, because an iPad should just be an expedition tool. It should just help serve you serve your clients better but it shouldn't be something that 
you're handicapped by. And I do think that if you don't, if you don't play with multiple things and, you know, now that your daughter's really into it, you know, finding your prismas, there might be more heat behind that. And you guys sitting down together and playing with those things together and it might reinvigorate you about it. But yeah, like I, I find the same kind of peace in recommitting to, you know, raw materials and getting dirty. And I love that. Like, I love that connection with the medium that I have. The, the digital stuff is great for expediting things and for also for showing clients, you know, cause I like to show them as much as they can possibly see of what they're going to get before they get it. I'm very different that way with, um, my clients, but where I get gummed up in tattooing is if my client's sitting there going, are you going to do this? Are you going to do this? How's that going to be colored? If I'm being questioned as I'm trying to, to do it, that messes me up. So I just, I answer all their questions before we get tattooing as best I can. So that when we're sitting for tattooing, it's just, everybody's relaxed. Everybody's happy. And I find that the iPad's great for that because you can work in layers. You can, you can use pictures to kind of supplement some of the things that you know, you can execute with tattooing that you don't have to fully draw. Um, you know, I feel like it's, it's a good tool, but like, like Prismacolors, it shouldn't be, it, it shouldn't be how you make art. You shouldn't limit yourself to how you make art on an iPad. You should be able to make art. You should be able to like, you know, for me, be an artist, you know, because I, I think it can only, um, it can only widen what you can do for your client and for, you know, on the iPad, if you know how to do multiple things um yeah and i like the play of it plus all the freaking blue light that we have to digest all the time um it's not good to have all these screens constantly for our eyes so i I like having like just natural lighting and being on a piece of paper you know it's nice i will admit sometimes i'm going like this trying to widen it and i'm like oh shit i'm not i'm not on my ipad (laughs) <laughs> or you double tap it Do and I, you're like how, I don't know, how you're explaining how you do it there you know like so you're giving the client as much information about what what they're getting mm-hmm. which is amazing i on the other hand work the complete opposite they get a line drawing that's that's where i have my fun i don't mm-hmm. do any shading i don't do nothing on paper and and i'll happily admit that i wing it on every design i do i have no idea where i'm going to put anything and that's my fun in having my tattoo my that's my doing um pleasure doing it is making stuff up and and i do that with anything even if it's a realistic which i don't do a lot of realistic when i've done like realistic tigers or things like that I just draw the outline of a tiger and that's that's all they get to see. <laughs> that's it. That's what you want, a tiger in it. Don't worry, the eyes will be blue. Standard. Um and and all that, but I've got I've got you. You're right. You've seen my work before, you're all right. And that's all they get. And you know what? I've never really thought of it for the aspect of how many people have been sat there fucking nervous. I don't know if I've even noticed. <laughs> Well, at least I'm having fun, I guess. I've got to have my phone, haven't I? 
Oh, uh, well, I you didn't know... realize people on an absolute terror train. Uh, I mean, everyone seems all right. There's a couple shaking every now and again, but I just thought that was just the nerves. <laughs> you know, look, I'm I'm not here to dash anybody else's process, and I I think that I think the clients that you get are a product of all of that. You know, like what kind of journey that they want to be a part of, what kind of experience. I just feel like for me, I know I know when I get gummed up. I get, I get messed up when I got a side seat driver, when I got some, when I'm trying to drive and you've already said that I get to drive. And then you think that you can just sit in the passenger seat and just tell me like, look out for that. Look that. That's when I'll be like, I'll just freeze. Like, because it'll, it'll mess me up. Like if, if I have somebody barking at me or questioning what I'm doing as I'm doing it, it will mess me up. So it's, it's less about them. Um, I will say that I probably do get, um, you know, everybody laughs whenever I, I travel to places because they're like, you, you're able to handle the challenge clients, like the ones that nobody wants to deal with, because I just, I, I just, I kind of buy into their anxieties and I allow them, you know, not to have them. They don't have as many and they feel a lot more comforted going into the tattoo, but is there a hell of a lot more front end work? Absolutely. But it serves me and my purposes too. If, if I had fun doing what you did and it was fun for me, like my boyfriend, when he drives and I tried to side seat drive, he'll just be like, dude, I'll fucking close my eyes right now and just let Jesus take the wheel. Like (laughs) he'll just mess with me. (laughs) He doesn't take any of my crap. (laughs) Like that's, that's an in for him to keep messing with you. So if I was yeah, that yeah, type yeah. of person, I, I would totally do it differently. But, and I think that it, it you, you attract, you attract to you the right kind of people, um, you know, after a while, after you've been established and everybody knows that's how you work, you, you can work that way because the people who come to you, they expect that. And the people who are not expecting it, all you do have to say to them is like, listen, You've seen my other work, right? You're coming to me because you've seen my other work, right? Okay, well, you're going to get something like that. Relax. Yeah, Yeah. because I do get them. You you do get people, you know, I don't quite see where we're going with this. I'm like, let's just sit in the chair. Let's make lemonade. We'll be all right. I've got it sorted. We're covered. You've seen my work. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And what, what I... What I do do is a lot, though. Sometimes I think maybe a bit too much is I, I do, I do explain as I'm doing it. You know, a bit more, bit more, bit more into it. I get more into it during the process as opposed to before. Which again, I don't know. <laughs> now speaking to you, I'm like, maybe I should be a little bit more like, well, I'll be, I will be doing this, not like, so I'm doing this, and this is how it's going to look. My boyfriend does the same thing. He's um he's building a bunch of muzzle loaders right now. Like he loves he loves very authentic like revolutionary war guns and they're very neat. They're very um they remind me a lot of coil machines and how they function and how you have to baby them, how you have to clean them, how you have to operate and it's very you know, it's 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 very precise and it's very cool and he's teaching me how to shoot him. So as he's like 
doing all the things to shoot this muzzleloader. He's, he's telling me what he's doing as he's doing it. And, um, it's brilliant. It's really, really cool. Um, I find that that was my challenge being a mentor as well is that I would be doing things and my apprentice is sitting there and she's going like, what are you doing now? And I would be there being like, what am I doing right now? <laughs> like I've never like verbalized it really. So it's good that you do that because you're educating your client and anybody who's like, you know, apprenticing under you, they're learning too. So that's really great. Like I, I can't say that I'm great that way. I, I think that I just, I alleviate the, what is the image going to look like? What, but I don't think I'm teaching my client anything about it. Um, and I could probably be better at that, you know, you know, like yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. You know, you're, you're, you're basically saying, sit down, it's going to be fine. And then you prove that it will be They're like, well, I'll, I'll educate you as I do it, you know? <laughs> And and they do, they I wonder, learn. I wonder, I wonder, I do wonder now how much anxiety I might have given apprentices. But I've been like, ah, don't bother with the chin and all that. Just just you got your outline, it's fine. Just do it. Just you can you've got your brain. Just do it. You're not shit. But they're like they're they're of the mind that they need a completed piece. So I've left them absolutely terrified. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, but oh, well. like it seems to have worked for you. I mean, you've, you've produced yeah. tattoo artists, so I don't know, but like I, um, and see, that's the thing is I don't relate to a lot of anxiety. Cause I don't, I, I don't know if I'm a little sociopathic that way, but, um, or if it's just a tattoo or not tattooing, but, um, art is so much my piece. It's so much a place that I go to rest and atone and meditate that I don't, I don't feel any pressure by it. Even if there's a person there and maybe that's the hairstylist in me too, is that I, I know that if I'm not in a good place with my art, I, I should just leave it. Like I should just not do it and I shouldn't come back to it until I can come to it really purely and very fresh and very excited. And it's always been that space for me. I don't do it when I'm struggling with it. I, I stop. And it's the same with like clients too. Like, and it's weird because whenever I'm in that space with a client, they're kind of in that space too. And they're like, yeah, I don't really want to, I don't really want to do that much today. Or I don't, you know, it's cool. Like, you know, we'll work it as, as long as we have to, but my crowd has been very um, accommodating to me. And anytime I've had anxiety, it's really been about mostly this is a client that we ended up covering up her a whole sleeve that she had on her arm. But I thought at first that I could, I could fix this sleeve. And I took on this job thinking I could clean up what she had. It was so abysmal when I got into it and I started to actually do it. Cause when I do my consultations, I'm like very affirmative. I'm like, yeah, sure. Anything can happen. But I tell people like, I don't really sit down with it until like the week of your tattoo appointment. Cause like you, I work very fast and I don't like to tackle things before it's relevant. I like to do it when it's relevant and when it's imminent and when I can really sit with it. But when I sat with this design, I was like, 
I can't do this. There is no way I can do it. And I felt so awful because I had made this girl wait for years. She had been stalking my portfolio for years. We had met a couple times. We took photos. I told her I could. And so that's what gave me anxiety was because I was like, I, you know, this person has given me so much and I thought I could do this. And so I, I emailed her right away and I was just like, I can't do this, but I'm fairly certain that I can do this. And I, I pitched her this whole, like, can I cover it? Can I cover it completely? Can we, can we, can we have another consultation and talk about if you were to cover this, like, what were you aiming for? What are, where are you at now? And we ended up covering the whole thing and it's beautiful, but that's the only thing that gives me anxiety is if I feel like I can't, you know, like I'm stopped in some way, but I don't, I don't ever have that. I I think the anxiety comes with like how you, how people are going to receive you. But I, I just try to be very honest with people and very transparent. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do the best I can do. And I think as long as I always show that I'm trying to give people my best, they just they kind of let me off the hook. I'm, I'm not fettered with all this, all these expectations and stuff. Um, I don't know. But like, I, I admire anybody's uh, way of doing things. I really admire people who draw on people and that, you know, people show up and, you know, they have this like little sketch of what they're thinking and they've talked about it a little bit and then the person shows up and they just draw on them and then that's what they get tattooed. I'm like, whoa, that's, that's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't do much of that. I do do some, but not only on occasion. That's yeah. where I have fun. I do like a design. As much as I'm all like, oh, shady, fuck it, we'll do it whenever. Um, I, I do like a design. Yes. I have to have one. Yes. Um, it's, it's right off the bat. There's certain things I, I don't mind. I don't mind freehanding. I like the, the looseness of doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, on a couple of occasions, I've just freehand, freehanded, like with no drawing. Um, but that's that's a that's an extreme rarity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, and that's only skulls. I'll only do that with skulls because I can I just do skulls <laughs> in my sleep. Well, and it's sometimes necessary with cover-ups too. Like you have to adjust, you know, a little bit to make yeah. sure that it fits. But yeah, it just depends on what you do. Um are there any uh I mean you named a few idols, people that you've learned from. Are there anybody that you really look up to in either art or tattooing in general? Um this um what what one of my one of my one of my favorites like one of my current like favorites stuff I just love both their 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 art and tattoos is Grand Design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love because it's very much what I like, even though mine doesn't look anything like that. I've sort of in the within the realms of. Um, mm-hmm. I really really love uh, love his stuff. Uh, amazing. Um, and I, I with I with ta- I, I mean I I'm, I'm strange I have either my style which would be under a certain thing like black work and that but I do for a lot of traditional artists I do love traditional tattoos I predominantly wear traditional tattoos colorful some colorful ones like that even though everything that I do is just black I just aesthetically that's what I enjoy myself right. um, 
so there's uh, stuff like Kelly, Kelly Violence as well. I don't know if you've ever heard. Oh, of. I love Kelly yeah. Violence's stuff. It's yeah, so beautiful. Yeah, I love that, that she really started good. doing wood carvings too. It's really watching her has made me really want to see if I can do some dope carvings. Like I've want I've been attracted to wood, but she was like one of the people that I started looking at that made me want to play with wood because she was doing all those dope carvings they're so she's she's awesome she's epic i know all the way through lockdown i think it was like i I don't know how many hours she put into this role carved into wood it was unbelievable doing it with a little dremel for hours on end Um, i mean i greatly admire that greatly admire that oh i love her work it's gorgeous it's gorgeous gorgeous and i you know it's funny because um there was a mentor of mine we didn't we didn't work well together mostly because not a lot of things i feel like i feel like we both have a lot of ego and very strong personalities or at least we did um and it just clashed and uh but he taught me a lot and something that i i always um was amazed about because it's so much different in fine art um at least in painting and and things like that in color theory is that in tattooing it's all about the black it's all about the black and he would always come by with my tattoo he's like it needs more black it needs more black and i used to just fucking hate him (laughs) so much for saying that because one my clients didn't want that secondly um I I just didn't get it like I didn't get what he was saying until I started seeing like tattoos like yours and I've been lately so attracted to just line work or just simple black work the less is more kind of thing philosophy of art high contrast because it just it registers so much better from far away and Mm. and i i do i can see it lasting better and i just i don't know i'm attracted to it now and when i think about it i'm like he did it he he (laughs) he 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 planted the seeds he was right i was wrong i I have to admit it. I owe him. Actually, today is his birthday. Today is his birthday. I owe him. I've been wanting to write him a thank you card for a long time. Not necessarily I'm a sorry card because I'm not really sorry, but <laughs> but a thank you card because I do owe him a lot. Like I want him to know how significant he was to my to my journey because he was and I'm very grateful. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> His kid's supposed to be being born today, too. I think this is the due date that they set for his kids. So this is an epic day. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. It's very cool. So I have to I have to get that off to him. But yeah, my one of my mentors um, does nothing but black work. Super good stuff, like beautiful stuff. But I always thought he wanted me to be him. And I was like, fuck you. I'm not you. <laughs> I'm me. <laughs> I- 
but I do. I love it. I love, I mean, I love so much. I'm people ask that about music. I'm like, I don't know, man, all of it. I like all of it. They're all better than me. They're all, they all can do it better than me. I love their music is for the season, right? Like, what are you, what are you looking to represent? What feeling are you in? Like there's a musical thing for each thing. Same thing with art, you know, tattoos. What do you, what is you, what do you want to represent? What do you want to say? You know, like, I like it all. I think it's all relevant. I don't like it when it looks, you know, rush or, or kitschy or like a replica of somebody else's thing, you know, that I don't like, but you know, Kelly violence is a big one. Uh, it's grand design. I want to make sure that I'm following grand, grand design. Grand design. Oh, is it grand, grand design? design. Grand. Grand. But I'm, Maybe I'm not hearing you correctly. Is it grand or grind? Grind. 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 Ah, grind design. Grind design. I want to make sure I'm following this person. I probably am. Maybe not on my tattoo page, but here we go. Let me see who we're talking about. Ooh, pretty. Very pretty. Oh, yeah. I can see this person being definitely a uh, a person. I'm not following them, but I will be. Am I? I don't know. Yeah, I am following them. Holy shit. Okay. Well, that makes sense. They're really good. Um, really good. Really, he's got really good, good hair, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, he's he's really dope. I love I love that. Um, very beautiful Get compositions. Given. Given my follicle impairment, I'm surprised I haven't noticed his hair. I think I'd have a hang-up about that, but I just don't care anymore. Yeah. I, mean, I lack thereof. Oh, no. I um, mean... Another, another name I was thinking of as well is, uh, is not a tattooist, is uh, probably a, is a really big influence on me, not necessarily art-wise, because it's nothing like what I do, but um, it's an artist called Graham Humphreys. Um, he's a painter yeah okay. um, and it started from a really really young age and he kind of molded my I'm a big horror movie fan massive Ooh. horror movie fan and it all kind of came really from him but I only discovered this only a few years ago uh, he used to design the when he was a young graphic designer he designed the video covers, the old VHS covers for a number of films, The Evil Dead and Ooh. various others. Obsess over them in my local video shop. Um, just just stand in the horror section as a small child, just looking at these covers. I was fast, just fascinated by the artwork of them because they're, they're just painted. They're not, um, you know, not like stills or anything like that. Um, no, they are really nice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking at them. Yeah, just obsessed over them. I've got loads of his work all on my walls in the shop. Um, he does yeah, a, just a lot walls. of great color theory. Yeah, his stuff's amazing. And there's, there's mm -hmm. odd videos on his... I don't know if he posts them on his Instagram, but on his Facebook, he does a lot of videos. Not tutorials as such, but he's always doing a little bit of a progress video on stuff and seeing if people can guess what the movie is because he does a lot of work now for these niche um uh like 
production companies that release in old horror movies and things like that. And he designs custom covers for them films. So he's doing like, wow. kind of doing what he used to do many years ago. Um, but again, now for a newer age and, um, and seeing his advancement from what he was doing, like when he was, I think he was like 18 when in the eighties, when he was doing it uh, to like now being an older man doing all these stuff that's a bit more elaborate and his, wow. his work. And it's, it's, the, it's the one and only time in, in known history that I have ever found out about somebody, and it was on a, it was on an extra on a Blu-ray about the, the meet the artist who designed the cover, and I was watching it because I, I can't remember what film it was, and they were speaking to him, and he said, "Yeah, I started when I very young, and I was on. I worked for a company called Palace Pictures, and that instantly I remember what that is like Palace Pictures because they're very specific because they all had these unique painted covers." And then it started showing how I did the Evil Dead and all that, which I was like, "Oh yeah, that's the guy." And it gave all his information, and I, I've never done it in my life. I geeked out, like it was really pathetic. And I emailed him this big gushing email that I've never done in my life. I was fucking embarrassed after I'd sent it. I'm like, what did what are you doing, you idiot? And I got this really nice message back saying, "Thank you for your kind words and everything. I'm glad that uh, you like them and all that." And then. Ever since then, I've had a bit of rapport with him, and I get sent stuff and posters Aww. and things like that. That's uh, really cool. A human, human centipede uh, tea cloth I got sent, which was awesome. <laughs> I wonder. My, my friend uh, Evan, my friend Evan Olin, he uh, loves Evil Dead. Um, loves all of that. He probably knows of him too, because this seems like he somebody probably would... will. Yeah, well, probably will. He goes to a lot of horror conventions. Yeah, he probably will, because in the arena of horror, and anyone who's a big cult cult movie fan and all that knows who knows who he is. Oh, that's uh, that's Evan. Him and his family, they'll go to um they'll go to like horror movie festivals and stuff, and they'll travel to go to because they love them. Yeah. Um I will say that like out of all genres of movies, um, they are the most artful. And I can see that because they have to be like, they have to create this horror scene that's completely synthetic and it, but it has to like invoke that, that kind of feeling in you. It's amazing. They're really incredible films. I'm a pretty terrified person in general. So <laughs> I kind of get a little too into it. <laughs> the only way I can do it is if I've smoked pot, like when I, if I'm high, I'm like, oh, look at that blood. Look at that beautiful color. And look, look at, oh, that's such a good soundtrack for this. This is really, this is definitely going to freak me out. <laughs> like, like I start <laughs> analyzing. <laughs> that's the only way you can do it. Otherwise, I'm just like, oh my God, this is so scary. Like I, I get way too into it. <laughs> my wife, my wife thinks I'm disturbed because I'll watch a horror movie to go to sleep. I'll, I'll lie in bed at night watching a movie like trying to go to sleep because I sometimes take a long time for me to switch off. So I'll put a film on but rather than uh, Sense and Sensibility. It's like Terrifier 2 instead. I mean... And she's like, how can you watch that shit? Because she doesn't watch anything like that. It's like total opposites when it comes to that. She won't watch anything fantasy. Like, I'm surprised we're together. It's so, it's so odd. Like She won't watch Star Wars or watch any, any, any anything like that. Um. And she's it, it beggars belief that I watch it to go to bed. She's like, that's just, I think there's something wrong with you. 
I'll watch it as long as you're okay with me violently jumping at like every scene. It doesn't even matter if I know I will jump. It's ridiculous. My boyfriend laughs at me constantly. He's like, my God, dude, like you're getting me all. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm hyper, man. (laughs) I'm wound tight. (laughs) Like it does it, it. I, you know, as long as you're cool with me, like, jolting like every time like <laughs> and i'm telling you even if i've already seen the movie i'll jump it's crazy um you know i i can do it i will do it but you know i'm 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 with her i don't think i could i don't think that would be my choice of going to bed <laughs> but i don't think it makes you twisted it's just it's not something that i would do <laughs> I, I, will... I, I do see a point. I see a point, but at the same well, time, it just... Your tattoos have that kind of feel. I don't, see it. I don't really see it for what that is. I just see it as escapism, and that just chokes me out. Yeah. No, and I, I, um, I see that in your tattoos, too. I see, like, you know, this kind of playful irreverence to it of, like, you know, um you know, just kind of a, a fun escapist. Let's, let's dabble with some dark things, but let's see, see what we can do with it. Kind of deal. Like, um, mm. I like that about your work. I mean, I don't know if it's just your clients that are attracted to that stuff, you know, as well, but I see this kind of like, I mean, for instance, the, like, you know, the dick that you did, that was awesome. Uh, <laughs> that was fun. Oh my God. I know. I love that. Um, and he's got like this, like, you know, kind of angry, like scully face to him and everything. (laughs) It was great. Um, I love, I love, uh, I love playfulness. I'm not, that's what I'm saying. I love it. I admire it in other people. I, the artist in me could never, could never, um, dash it in any way. And, For me too, it's less about what you're making and the fact that I know what it takes to make it. So people always, they always get really upset about the product, but when you, when you understand what it takes to make something like that, um, you realize that this is an outlet. This is such a beautiful outlet for an artist to have and the calm and the focus and, and the peace that we're able to find as we're making something like that it's really essential because if we didn't have that, I think, I mean, I probably would be dead. I know it's like, I would have been disillusioned and probably gotten myself into something that would have killed me. Um, And for most men, I know they probably would have just raged out and, you know, self-destructed or something like that. You know, like you have to, like, it's, it's a way to, it's a way to get out that energy and to play and experiment and not take it out on anyone specifically. (laughs) I like it. I like it a lot. Hey, are you somebody who likes to draw? Are you somebody who wants to draw better? Are you someone who tattoos? Are you somebody who wants to tattoo better? Well, then I recommend that you go to our special offer in our show notes of this podcast page. Our website is theapprenticeshipdiaries.com 
And on this page, you'll find all our listed episodes. Within there, the show notes, there will be a link. Tad 10. Click on there and find yourself 10% off a year's worth of the Reinventing the Tattoo Canon. It will make you better. Um, let's see. I want to, I feel like we covered most things. I mean, we've been talking for three hours. Uh, you've given me a lot of your time. I know it's crazy. <laughs> I flew by. I know. I know. Oh, if I ever come to visit you, you're going to be amazed how quickly days go. I mean, I can, I'll keep talking <laughs> after this. <laughs> My boyfriend's oh, like, He's incredible. He's like, I don't even know how you do it. I don't even know. I'm like, I don't know, man. I just, I love talking, but I don't want to overshadow anything. And by far that I don't think this is going to be our last time. Cause I would love, I would love to visit Scotland at some point. I don't know how quickly I can make that happen, but I would love to visit and, you know, work with you, you know, that would be really fun. Um, but yeah, like if nothing else, like I would love to stay in touch. You know, I've, I've had people multiple times on the podcast. I mean, for me, this is, it's a, an apprenticeship diary. I don't think we ever stop learning. I think, you know, meeting at different no. moments. Yeah, it's great. So I don't think this is the end, but is there anything that we didn't, didn't address? Uh, oh, here's, here's the last bit. Um, is there any pet peeves that you have? specifically as a tattoo artist <laughs> what about in, in in what in what way like with the, the industry itself i mean just in life uh well for oh, instance oh. like i don't like and this is something that like i can easily talk my clients out of but um you know if i was going into a client like a pet peeve for me is like I don't really like it when people try to oversell an idea like you have the image that represents what you're trying to say, but then somebody has to write something under it that it's like it's like over advertisement. Like, here's the thing, a toilet yeah. paper and I have to write Charmin underneath of it. <laughs> you know, like, I have, like, you know, <laughs> and I'm just like, come on, man. Uh, yeah. I don't know, something like that. That is a that is an absolute definite that is a that is a definite on my list and i i have a lot i'm for i'm I've, i am coming to that age where i'm getting more i don't know like my father or people of that ilk where you get more fucking money you've got yeah. so much to complain about um but yeah that is that is a big one like i was literally having this conversation the other day because you know a, a a client and, it, and and at the same time it's a real frustrating situation to be in because you you've got your own personal opinion on it but at the same time you know they've got the way they want to express that thing and a lot of the time that that type of thing comes up in, in my experience is with memorial mm -hmm. tattoos yeah it comes up a lot and and i'm not i'm not like Although I'm saying it in a jokey manner, I don't, you know, I, I would never take away from that person's loss and things like that. But, you know, we've got somebody's name, the date they were born, the date they died. That's heavy. Blood group. Blood group. And cause of death, almost. It's like, 
you don't need that. Yeah. You don't need you don't need any writing, right? Just mm-hmm. get an get an image that you recognize for mm-hmm. them to do with that yes. person. It's not that's doing it for the masses. That's do it. That's not doing it for you, in my opinion. You're doing it so it's selling it to somebody who sees it. Yeah. That's not what a tattoo is to me. No tattoo is whether it's a Mori one or not. It's for you. Yeah. And it does that does frustrating, but it's getting that balance to say you know to say the right thing or even yeah. say anything at all um is difficult but it is a, yeah that is a definite a definite peeve i'm trying to think of some others small tattoos <laughs> it's like um, i want it this big like, that's another one like can we do it this big <laughs> like can we do it like real yeah, little can you, can you do that real little tattoo <laughs> And but I don't, yeah, I don't I've like to shit on, on clients because yeah. I don't think they know. But no, 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 and the and a lot of it again, it goes back to like we were talking about the 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 Miami Ink thing and Ink Master thing and and the programs that I was saying about, and it 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 sells it to people. Mm-hmm. And now we've got it. It's it's far worse than when their programs, them programs were out and in their heyday, is social media is is full of it it's absolutely full of it mm-hmm. and you see the tiny tiny minuscule tattoos um with all this detail in it and people are bringing these things in or emailing them through like i want to get this this size or i've seen this this big so you can be able to do this and i'm like no that doesn't you're having the conversation well and it's just they're not looking past you know they're not looking past the nose like well i've seen a photograph so it must be true. Well, like, yeah, you know, it is true. Somebody did it. But have you yeah, seen that picture of... absolute travesty that it is now, mm-hmm. five years on, that's what yeah. you're not seeing. And they will never allow you to see it either. They want to maintain yep. that. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of that that I find really frustrating in tattooing. That is a big... Is, is the, that the sell from artists of what is allegedly achievable when you know fine well and they do too that they can't yeah and i remember a long it was a few years ago um dan henk mm-hmm. wrote a piece about the work that he did and he will not do it anymore because he knew at the time it wasn't right it wouldn't work but it looked good and it you know, it stepped things up. It made him was it because he's a he's, he's very famous artist, a very good artist. But he was kind of calling out himself and others of, of of his type of style, and he got destroyed for that. But I'm like, no, that's off to you, man. You've said you've said the truth, mm-hmm. and yeah. you've owned up to it yourself. You owned up to what you did that wasn't right. As great as it looked when you did it, it was never gonna never gonna last. And right. um, yeah, that that bothers me because there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. Um, there's a lot of styles that some things, if they're done well and done in a certain spectrum, um, and there's darks amongst the lights, it, it'll hold. But then there's others that everything's extremely pale with no, no contrast to it, and you're like, "What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, fine. Well, you've put that into a person's skin. If you've done, as we discussed before, the fundamentals, you know that not to be true." what you're trying to put out there yeah but it's except it's kind of 
I don't know. It's allowed. They they allow that, and you shouldn't be selling that. To me, that's morally wrong. Um. Well, me too, and I think I that, that it's uh it's all perspective, right? And that's what I try to do to combat it. Is um I try to educate my clients and saying, okay, well. You know, you're looking at this when you're looking at it printed out, you're looking at it on an eight by 10 piece of paper. Do you even conceive about what eight by 10 really is? And do you even conceive about the size of your body? Like half the time, if I draw out a sleeve, when I post it up on my cork board, people are like, oh, is that a back piece? And I'm like, no, that's a sleeve. And they're like, what? that's huge. And I'm like, yeah, what you have to do is actually think about filleting your arm and peeling the skin out and spreading it out. And, and I mean, I know that each one of our arms is about equivalent to a back piece. Like that's how big it really is. So if you're trying to put this image on you, you know, yeah, it's going to look huge on an eight by 10 piece of paper, but then think about the width of your thigh you know, or wherever we're putting it. And then also think about it in terms of if you took a picture of yourself, you know, naked. another thing is like, um, pet peeve is, um, oh, I, I really want it to show like, you know, I, I only want it to like, stop here at my my shirt line, like it has to stop here. Or like they put these determined marks via via clothing on the tattoo and you're like but but here's the thing is that you're gonna be naked eventually and you're gonna be naked around the most important people of your life and do you really want them to see a tattoo that is is the boundaries of it is per you know a a a shirt sleeve or something do you want to look like that when you're naked or do you want to look really good naked because they're different things and um that's how I kind of talk to people Absolutely. too now is like, what do you want to look like when you're naked? Cause when you're naked, you don't want all these random things stuck all over you that don't work. You want there to be some sense of flow, especially with women. You know, you want there to be some sexiness to it. You want things to be cohesive. You want right hits in right places. I was like, if you don't think about it that way, then when you get naked, it's, it's, it's going to look like a hot mess. <laughs> And it doesn't matter how sexy you are. If you got a bunch of tattoos don't work together, it can really mess up a beautiful bulking body. So those are things that I, you know, they just don't know. And they're looking at pictures, you know, it's like the Mona Lisa, unless you've seen the Mona Lisa, which I haven't, but I've heard you think it's this huge painting. Like, you know, you see it in a textbook and, you know, quite small. She's small. And she's like under glass and people get really mad because they make you stand like really far away from her. And they're like, I can't even see it. (laughs) But like you have no context for that. And so that's what you really have to deal with with clients. A lot of the time is just, uh, you know, you got to really educate them about what they're getting and, and show them why. And it takes a considerable amount of time. And that's where it gets frustrating. It's because, you know, you and I both know, or we think to ourselves, I wonder if like doctors get like this much, like pushback, like, you know, I mean, they all graduated, but did they all graduate top 10% of their class or, you know, like, do they get this kind of run through or do people just blindly believe them because they got a piece of paper on the wall that says that they graduated from X school. They don't know, like, and they don't, (laughs) 
you know, like, I, I just wonder sometimes, <laughs> but you know, it's cool because it keeps me on my game. It makes me have to really think about things and, and I want to educate people. I really do. But those are, those are just things that I think about. Um, and they're just funny to me now because usually you can, you can show them to people and people are like, Oh wow. I didn't think about it that way. That's pretty cool. Um, but those are things, Pinterest tattoos, you know, be a poor man, yeah. so-and-so, or like, I want you to tattoo like this. And you're like, well then go, you know, go to that person. <laughs> Cause I'm not them, you know, those kind of things. Or like within, within the shop context, um, what's one that I, um, I'm trying to think if there's something within a shop. I mean, obviously if somebody's dirty, I don't like that. Um, I, I, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything pet PV within a shop context with my coworkers. I think one of the things that I can say within coworkers is, you know, you're, you're in this like small bubble kind of like family situation because it's so intimate, you know, the people you work with. And, um, yeah. I really, I can only take so much of sharing my day or my life with the people that I work with. Like it's cool and all, but we got to work. Like, I really don't like g getting off onto like private kind of things. I want to like bring it back to work. Like I can do that a little but. And I can definitely have those kind of conversations with my clients, but with my coworkers, I'm just kind of like, get back to work. Like, just <laughs> that's how I, that's how I am. I can joke and whatever, but if it can't be light, if it can't be jokey, or if it's like always kind of like heavy, or I got to deal with, you know, hearing about somebody's personal, whatever, I'm like, well, I don't like that, like that kind of stuff, but. Those are, those yeah. are just some things that I guess, I guess are pet peeves for me in a shop, but I don't have many in terms of other tattoo artists. I guess I don't like tattoo artists who overly shit on their clients or act like their clients are a burden. Cause I'm like, well, they're your clients. You should be grateful. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't like that. I certainly don't like that. I don't like hearing some st get year stories, you know, like when people come through your door of other experiences they've had at places or when they've been asked to do something, you know, like do something. Yeah. Uh, they've, you know, they've lost their idea. They want somebody. And, and, you know, I totally get it. And you have those days, you know, you, you do things that are not really what's in your preferred wheelhouse. Yeah. I, I, I do them. I do them a lot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and you, you do get a bit frustrated with doing things that, maybe you you know when you you've got the thing you want to do but like i want to do but i'm not always but i'm i'm there at service of other people as well i need to remember that and everyone mm -hmm. needs to remember that but yes uh yeah things or you get told things like through the years like oh what you do is if someone comes in with this really shit idea what you do is you charge them so much that they walk out the door or you get paid a real lot of money because oh, they're no. a moron they're like that you're like what the what is that that's 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 awesome. Or, yeah. or even just like a little, little tattoo, like a little small tattoo, simple thing. It could be a star, I don't know, or whatever. And oh, someone said they don't do that. Oh, hang on, we're not doing that. We don't do that here. And I'm like, what kind of business, from a business perspective, what kind of business model is that? Yeah. 
I mean, granted, it's a very maybe maybe like super like virtually pennies tattoo. Get call it, and you it's it's simple. It's it's easy to do. It's quick to do. Take you five minutes. But all of that, you give that person experience while you're there, mm-hmm. and an enjoyable experience. Give them an enjoyable tattoo. The amount of people that I've had through my door, you treat them respectfully with their ideal. You you execute that idea perfectly, and then a month later, I'm doing something in my style on them. Mm-hmm. Does nobody yes. ever think that mm-hmm. far ahead? Nope. Or is does the does the ego and just just totally get in the way of that. I just don't I don't I don't understand that concept. I get the frustration of doing things sometimes that are not what you want to be doing. Everybody has that. I get that, but at the same time, I don't know, but box clever with it. Like really. Well, if you're gonna do it, I see I have I've refused things only because I knew somebody that was better. And that's the only thing that I can oh, say. Yeah, I know that. That's absolutely. Yeah, you feed your friends. Well, that that does segue into another pet peeve, which is artists taking on work they should not be doing. Like anyone comes in, like I don't do realism. There's things that edge on it that I've done, and I've done a couple of portraits, uh, but only really in a certain type of usually in a horror genre or something like that um things i know that i can i can do but mm-hmm. someone comes in wanting their child's like a, a newborn baby's face absolutely will not do it yeah and i will send them to the person that can do it because people who can do that who, who can pull off that soft shade well make them features nice and soft like a child's is it's mm-hmm. not like i would take on an old person's face before i take on a young person's because it's so much, it's not that it's easy to do. It's easier. It's easier, far yeah. easier to do. Yeah, uh, but these babies have like, weird proportions. You know, yeah. they're very nuanced. People instantly say, see pound signs, and like, yeah, I can do that. And they end up with like a monstrosity. Uh huh. And it's, it's like unbelievable. That really bothers me. Just stick to what you know. You have to stretch yourself, you have to push, you'll never get any better, obviously. Move into other things, other styles, but jumping from I can only do, I don't know, I can only do 90s tribal and then doing a portrait of Marilyn Monroe. Well, they're only going to end up looking like Marilyn Manson. Yes. Yes. I've seen them. I've seen them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that either. That is a big critique as well, which. The only piece that I have about that, and I said it to my friend Wyatt, he's been on the show. Uh, we met under the circumstances because because he doesn't like that either. He finds, you know, we're the professionals. We're supposed to be taking that professional air and we're not supposed to be abusing people. And, and in our eyes, that's an abuse. But um, I've told him, I was like, the only piece that I have about that is that that is what that person has paid for. And I mean it in form in terms of like, if it was a cheap tattoo, if it was convenient tattoo, if they did no research, if they, maybe they're a horrible person, maybe they, maybe they're a dick human being and they deserved a Marilyn Manson instead of a Marilyn Monroe. Like, you know, like (laughs) 
like I just have to think that there's some karma there that or some kind of cosmic thing that's like yeah um yeah you just you deserve that tattoo you definitely deserve that tattoo because I don't think the burden should be completely on us you know like it's a 50 50 thing you know we're doing something that you know is uh not it's it's wild man like you know we're we're putting ink into skin everybody's taking a journey together everybody's got to be committed the same way and and um and in with the client they have to be committed in ways they don't even imagine sometimes like big long heels they have to they have to work their schedules around how they get tattooed how they heal from a tattoo um, sometimes yeah. manage infection and things like that, that they don't anticipate or allergies. Like there's a lot of faith that goes into it that we we just like, well, I mean, we don't really know. And so we do it <laughs> like, you know, and for me, half the time I have to think like, this can't all be on me. Like, that's unfair. You know, like this is, and it's not like if somebody gets an infection, I would, I would wager a bet probably on my life that they didn't get that infection from me because I know what kind of care I take in, in taking care of them when they're in my presence. But, you know, it could be any number of things, but nine times out of 10, people would always put that on you, especially if it's a medical oh, professional, they'd be like, Oh, you got a tattoo. Like, how dare you? It's like, people get tattoos all the time and they're fine. It doesn't mean that you're going to get an infection. It just means that it's a big wound and you can get an infection by leaning up the leaning against the wrong surface or, you know, like just whatever, like, or if your body's immune system is really low and you don't know, and you don't obey your body, there's a whole bunch of stuff like that could cause something like that. So I don't know. It's, it's weird, but I, I hear you. I, (laughs) that is a pet peeve. And I I've learned, that's another way that you can get a client to sit in your chair too, because if you send them down the road to somebody, you know, do a better job, they really know that you're not desperate, that you're not, you're not going to take such advantage of them to like give them a bad tattoo. They'll trust you. They'll come back to you after that. If they feel like something's more in your wheelhouse, just because they think you're a good person. So that's looking ahead too. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. That's awesome. Is there anything that we haven't said? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. It's been a long time. We're almost at four hours, man. This is awesome. <laughs> it's so great. Well, um, just again, uh, I guess the way I usually wrap it up is how do you like to be contacted to do business and to do work? Um, and if somebody um you know like like how do you like to be reached whether it's for to ask a question um we do have we do have our apprenticeship group so if somebody wanted to to hang out with you there and ask questions they can join our facebook tattoo artist apprenticeship group but how do you personally like to be contacted for your work or anything uh mainly uh mainly instagram okay uh, my own instagram j granny tattoo and uh, my email is usually the best okay. uh, which again is all on my all on my instagram i mean we do our facebook and all that but I, I'm, I'm shocking with facebook 
so shocking with Facebook. Don't know. I just you can I kind of have it. I've got a couple of pages, but I just one I barely use at all, and I go in and find that there's like someone's died of old age waiting for an message back from me about something. And like, do you still want that? Even though it was like 252 weeks ago. Um, that kind of stuff. Um, and we have the, the shop one has a bit more traction and we get like a lot of stuff yeah. through there. But yeah, for me directly is, is Instagram's probably the best. A wee cheeky yeah. DM. I'm not adverse to a cheeky DM and a conversation. About whatever, and a booking. Um, I love it. Yeah. Oh, I that's, love that's it. the best one. Well, that's awesome, man. I, I am so excited for everything ahead for you. Um, especially your daughter. I think she's going to be a cool little person. Um, I'm, I'm sure your wife is fabulous because you seem pretty awesome and everything I'm hearing is pretty rad. So no, I see she, big things. <laughs> And I think you will expand. I, I see that, you know, I, I mean, I think it's just a matter of coordinating it and finding that right time, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, um, the grainy, uh, legacy expand. <laughs> I was saying greeny, by the way, guys, <laughs> which is terrible. Uh, we had, but it's grainy. It's not, it's not terrible at all. I like to say I'm a bit suspicious about it myself, and it's my name. <laughs> I've had it since 1979, but everyone assures me that that's how we say it. Well, I mean, mine gets said correctly, but it never gets spelt correctly because it's spelt in such a weird way. It has two L's in it. It's N-I-C-H-O-L-L-S, mm. which usually it only has one L. So mm. I don't know. People always misspell it, but, you know, you got to have something. You have something that's signature that gives people a yeah. second thought makes you makes you stand out i like it <laughs> and it's been a pleasure man i don't want to keep you any longer because it's really late there for you now um and i appreciate yeah, all the 10, time 10 past 12 oh my god i'm gonna do get some I'm all right. rest I'm staying up i've got, I've got drawing to do for tomorrow anyway so oh my god i'm, I'm sorry <laughs> no well, thank no, you that's no, good <laughs> that's all awesome. good it's all good this is wonderful. Well, but no, it was, uh, it was good speaking. It was good. Yes. Yeah. And if you ever want to do it again, let me know. I mean, I think you'll feel it afterwards. It's very cathartic. Um, it makes it, I don't know. It, it It's relieving in some way. I don't, that's how it's been for me. It's for most people that do it. They're like, wow, it's super validating. It's kind of cool. Um, we rarely give ourselves enough credit for the things that we've already done because we never really look at them. But if you take the time and you, you look at them and you think about them, you're like, whoa, that was pretty cool. I wonder what else I can do. <laughs> I'll have to kind of I'll have to kind of force myself to listen to it because I fucking hate the sound of my voice. I love when it. I hear it back. It sounds shocking to me. It sounds like, God, who the fuck is that? Really? That's not me, is it? Yeah, because I mean, if... I, if you well, obviously, if you've been doing this, you're kind of used to both sides of having your voice. If you're listening back to your stuff and that, you'll be hearing you kind of used to it. But generally, I don't hear my own voice other than what it sounds like in my own head, mm-hmm. and it sounds one way. But then when I hear it, I'm like, oh my god, shut him up, Christ, that is awful. 
<laughs> well, I, I don't think you're going to get that kind of reception here. I think the accent alone, people are just in love with. It wouldn't, it wouldn't matter. You have a great voice. I, I love it already, but that's for me. I get you. I, I didn't like my voice either. Um, but now I'm kind of like, whatever it is, what it is. I don't, you know, whatever. What am I going to do? I'm definitely not going to smoke a pack, of, you know, a day to drop it and make it more raspy. I'm just going to lean in. <laughs> And I've been told that people like it. So I'm like, okay, well, I must just not like it. I must not be my type. I think that's what it is. Um, you know, well, we like what we see in others. Is, the huh? unusual thing with my accent is, is it's on the decline because I live where I live. Yeah. Now in Scotland, because my accent used to be far stronger. But oh. because I'm no longer around my uh, my brethren, I don't sound like that. But if you put on... I don't know if you've ever heard of Coronation Street, the TV show. It's a British TV show. No. Uh, which is set in, set in Manchester. Or I speak for longer than half an hour on the phone to say my dad or a friend. My accent starts to go all proper, proper Mancunian, and it starts to change, and go, it goes all weird. And then I start hearing that in my head, and that sounds weird in my head. And then if I ever hear it again, and I, God knows what I do. I think my mind had exploded. Someone recorded me on the phone to someone back home. And I heard my accent change before my eyes. I just start calling myself a fraud. It'd be weird. Just no, it, it's it, you are the know. product of what you're around. When I went to Kentucky, I picked up so many things of like a southern twang. I uh, uh, I said I, I used to say figuring. I'm figuring to do. I'm I'm fixing to do. Uh, like I would say things like I never said that before. Like never here. Um, I, I listened to a lot of country music. It just felt right there. It, it just, it just did. I never again have picked it up once I moved back to Maryland and I was East coast, Northern. I mean, we're South of the Mason Dixon line. So we're, we're technically Southern, but we're Yankees to the Kentucky people. So, and I don't know why we're going to the civil war with it, but whatever. It's just that way. <laughs> <laughs> like I hear you like when you're and when I go to Italy or some places like that I think it just helps with the communication because if you can assimilate they can understand you know people can understand you better I think it's just I think it's natural we parrot yeah, we yeah. parrot things so that we can better communicate you're not a fraud you care you, you just care you just <laughs> you just want to be heard I think it's awesome <laughs> I think it's awesome well, I'm going to send you um, the raw audio after this so that you can listen to it. And if there's anything, I don't think there's anything that we touched on that you'd want to withhold from anyone. I'm going to cut out when I do the the main thing, our little, our little blip we had. But other than that, if there's anything that comes through that you don't like, but that way you can, you can listen to it and just kind of, and if you think of any, like I usually make up the titles and stuff, but if you have any titles that come to mind as you listen to them, I'm, I'm open to suggestions. We'll probably break this up into like three different episodes. So, um, you'll get three weeks of like listening. So if you have any suggestions for titles, I'll take a cheeky title <laughs> or something like that. How not to open a shop. <laughs> One moron's journey with only his childlike sense of wonder. <laughs> I <laughs> like both of those. 
<laughs> I kid you not, I'm using at least uh, some kind of version of two of those. I like those. I haven't done those yet. That's great. I love that. All right. The last one I might just call turtle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll call it turtle. That's wicked. Call it, that's so abstract. Yeah. It makes sense. Yes. Yeah, just turtle. Just turtle. <laughs> yeah. People were like, what the fuck is this? And then they lay the voice and they go, what the fuck is that? What is happening here? <laughs> You've gone downhill, Amy. What the fuck are you doing? This is going She's just in. a this fucking is... weirdo diet. Oh, here I go again. Like That's about 10 F-bombs in about five seconds. See what I mean? I did say I'm trying that. to. It's, it's really hard. I love, I love cussing. I love it so much. I like I think, spicy you know, food. You know what the biggest problem is now as well? It's mm. because I spend so much time having to censor myself, of course, uh, with a four-year-old around. Mm -hmm. uh, impressionable and repeats everything you say. Um, I think when I'm when she's not around, I'm like, because <laughs> I'm just so, so used to express myself. Yeah, that's my that's my voguing. The F words, my voguing. That's what I do. Well, I mean, from what. Rico would add Shakespeare coined it. So it's, it's not, it's not anti, it's not anything like, you know, evil. It's just flavor. Um, it's, it's, it's yeah. just flavor. Sometimes though, people don't like overly spiced food and I get it. Yeah. So I'm trying to like, trying to make it more palatable for everyone, but I don't know, man, I'm very, I'm a hardcore like sailor at heart, so I kind of like it. And I kind of like people who dig cussing. So <laughs> I guess until I get to the, you know, maybe more Christian, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm willing. I'm willing to change if I learn. I'll I'll fix it. But like you, I I don't want to be a bad example for kids. And I do think that no, people no. use it too often if if um, you know, if it's just too too much but i don't think you've said it too much personally i think it's been fun sometimes the wheels come off and i do say it a bit too much yeah even i go oh a bit much john jesus i correct myself as soon as i do it around my niece and nephews i'm like guys i'm sorry it's just a it's a reaction don't if you can just learn more words so that you can be better than your aunt i'm like because there's more words you don't have to people respect it if you know more words in the in the vocabulary than that i was like but i'm sorry i that was not cool and and they're like whatever and i'm like no i mean but i'm glad i check myself in front of them <laughs> i think it matters they know um yeah doesn't you know they'll do what they want eventually um but my dad asked me once to stop cussing as much. And I was like, but I, it didn't matter. Like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to upset him, but I was just like, really? All right. <laughs> but anyway, John, it's been a pleasure. I don't want to keep you any no, longer from awesome. your drawing. Yeah. You're a dope dude. Oh, no, no, no. And we'll keep in as touch. As you know, I only draw outlines. It didn't sit long. No, it's good, but I, I still want you to get some sleep. That's important. And you've got you've got a family, you've got a shop, you've got a lot to go through and or get to. And I don't want to take too much time. I'm very blessed for what I've gotten already. So thank no, you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. 
Awesome, man. Well, I guess that's that's a wrap. Have a great one. <laughs> cool. How do I put this down? <laughs> <laughs> That concludes this diary entry. Thank you so very much, John. I wanted to let everybody know that I included the wrap-up notes that John and I had between each other simply to show y'all that I completely uh, didn't, didn't factor that in at the end and I wanted to come off that admission. John, I'm so sorry. I didn't use any of your recommendations. Quite frankly, though, I don't think you give yourself enough credit. So there's that. You're a pretty awesome dude, and I think after this time that we've all spent together, everyone now knows it. The cat's out of the bag. So if you find yourself in Edinburgh, Scotland, and you really want a black and uh, black line work tattoo, send John a cheeky DM, and I'm pretty sure that he can he can suit your needs in that capacity. Everyone, this is on the eve of a great holiday. It's actually one of my favorites maybe even my favorite, just simply because it's about the celebration of love. And as I love you all, I'd like to wish you a very, very happy Valentine's Day. May you spend it with those that you've chosen to be in your life and that you revel in every moment. I'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. You can find The Apprenticeship Diaries on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our IG is the underscore apprenticeship underscore diaries. If you would like to offer constructive criticism or an interview, drop us an email at theapprenticeshipdiaries at gmail.com. We We look look forward forward to hearing from from our our listeners. listeners.